0: Welcome to The Purpose Podcast, brought to you by Pink Box Purpose. I'm Heather. I'm Jenny. I'm Michelle. And I'm Bethany. Thanks for joining us. While the four of us were studying the Bible together, we realized that many women have the same questions that we do. Join us on this journey through the
1: Bible. We promise lots of laughs along the way.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to week 12. We are looking at Exodus chapters 12 through 17, and we're calling this one, Can I Borrow Your Lamb? Last week, we left off with God telling Moses that he is going to basically kill the firstborn of anyone who isn't following his ways. So he's super specific in his instructions for what you need to do to basically, so this doesn't happen. He's telling them that they need to get a one-year-old male sheep or goat without It needs to be slaughtered at midnight and then they need to roast the meat and then he even goes as far as Telling them how they should be dressed while they're eating the meat so your cloak needs to be tucked into your belt you need to have your shoes on. It's
2: so weird. It's very specific. Like do not yeah. eat the meat raw or yep. boiled in water but a ha- yeah roast it with the head the legs
3: and internal oh. organs like. I'm noticing there's a lot of specific rules oh, that, that goes through and yeah. it even says like you'll have to do this for the rest of your life every year to remember like what God remember did and remember this so it's just very interesting. What
1: I do love about the Passover though is it is cool just the reference back to this lamb was the sacrifice for these people's firstborn child basically this lamb was taking the place of their child where the egyptians it's like their child was the sacrifice and then how it references to how jesus is the lamb and he was the sacrifice for all of us i just like the reference back to the lamb sacrificing itself so that firstborn child of god's people didn't get taken but then Jesus is basically the lamb for everybody.
3: And I'm really glad that Jesus came so that we don't have to follow all these boiling instructions (laughs) for lambs and painting
1: our doors with the blood of uh, the lamb.
3: I
2: I wouldn't make it. I would have been salt back when what's-her-name turned into a salt (laughs) killer.
3: Well, Well, this chapter was really sad, though, too, because I'm just thinking if you place yourself in the Egyptian parents' shoes or, like, the moms' and it just said, like, there was wailing throughout all of Egypt because Mm -hmm. what they did was they put the lamb over the door and then the angel of death came and actually passed over every door of the Israelites but then killed the firstborn of all the Egyptian children, and that would just be yes, yeah, so says, horrible. says there was not a house without someone dead. And Pharaoh decides finally, because his own child
1: is killed, that he will let the people go. I found it interesting. He, Pharaoh, we remember, lets him go a couple of times, but then kind of changes his mind. But the first time, he said only the men could go. And they're like, no, 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 And they're like, okay, fine. The men and the women can go. And then they're like, no, 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 no. And then finally he said, okay, all of your people can go. And I thought it was just silly that he's putting on stipulations of who, who could be let go instead of just
0: letting them all go, letting
1: them all go right yeah. away. It's like he's got to do little, It's he never wants to give his all. He only gives little bits and pieces.
0: Yeah. I missed this last time I read this, this section, but it, was, it says in there that God made the Egyptians favorable towards the Israelites. So the Israelites are asking them for gold and silver and clothes, yeah. and they're just giving it to them. I don't know how I missed that last time, but I thought... was pretty awesome
1: yeah because it leads up to what they're going to use it for right it's just really cool so once pharaoh realized that this plague had affected him he told them to go He said, up, leave my people, you and the Israelites. Go and worship the Lord as you have requested. Take your flocks and herds as you have said and go, and also bless me. And then at that point, the Egyptians urged the people to leave out of their country. So they all grabbed their women, children, livestock, and all the other things and ended up starting their journey to the desert.
2: I think it's interesting that Moses took the bones of Joseph with them, because it says that Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. He said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones with you from this place. Place.
0: So, do they, you think they'd like dug put them, them in up in a box? And like, well, and that was <laughs> over <laughs> like 500 years ago, yeah. too. Those bones are old. Those are old bones. They just go
2: dig them up. Like, wow. hang on, whenever God decides that He's going to do this, like, just be ready yeah. for my old bones to be dug up.
1: Wouldn't they be in that? <laughs> Didn't they have like tombs where they rolled the stones in front of it though? So they just like walk into yeah. there and like grab some Oh, bones. there's Joseph.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Jacob's arm with him and Joseph's leg. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
2: Maybe they wrap I don't know how they did it. But well, so he takes the bones. He takes yeah, he the, takes the bones. bones. Okay. Then it says that the Lord went ahead of them, a cloud to guide them on their way and a pillar of fire at night to light their way. Can you imagine just, like... Following a cloud. Following a cloud, and then at night, like, the whole sky is just on fire. Did, I mean... It's basically a everybody can a fire s- cloud, I feel like. But, like, everybody can see the moon, so <laughs> <laughs> were, were other people coming... For this, no, I don't fire. think. We're there was,
1: but
0: there was so many of them. So they said there's six hundred thousand men, and that doesn't include the women and children. So that's a big that's, group of people to
2: move. That is a lot of people.
0: What was crazy to
3: me reading all of this though is God is doing like all these things. He's doing this fire cloud and he did these plagues, yeah. and it's like this is the same God that we worship today. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes think that we forget the awe and wonder of god like sometimes god is just like hey god i need help today and he's like a magic genie but really there is some serious awe and wonder to him Mm and what he did yeah
2: i think it's kind of funny though that like after they're all free and they're like wandering around the land pharaoh is like oh shoot what have we done like where are our slaves where's our like now we what is this we have to actually like do stuff for ourselves so he just gets pissed off and angry and gathers all of his troops and chariots and
3: <laughs> heads after him. <laughs> heads
2: after him. Yeah. And this again is like where God... 600 f- chariots
0: just yeah. coming across. God hardens his heart again. again. Yeah. So my favorite, probably my favorite verse in the whole Bible is in 14. Moses is addressing the people because they're freaked out because there's all these chariots coming after them. And he's he's saying, don't be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance of the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. And here's the verse that just gets me in the feels. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And I just, every time I read that, I just get chills because how many times have we tried to pick up Up a fight, or tried to fix something, or worry about something that there's no reason to, because God just has it for us.
2: Like we have our own Egyptians coming after us, and And, and it
0: really just doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's my—I think that's my favorite favorite line in the whole Bible. After even that,
3: it's followed up by then it says that they start to move. So it's like you wait for God's time, and Mm -hmm. now God's saying, "Okay." Now it's time. Let's yeah. go. And the angel
2: of the Lord or angel of God who is traveling in front of the ar- Israel's army went behind them. It stood between the army, both the armies of Israel and Egypt.
0: And the pillar of cloud went back
2: yeah. too? Yep. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind him. So at night there was darkness so nobody could get through or they couldn't move. And then the next is when Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. He's bulging, he bulging arm muscles.
0: Yeah, bulging arm muscles. Do you think muscles? he had bulging arm I muscles? I think
3: so. Oh, yeah. I think he was ripped.
0: <laughs> well, wasn't
2: 85 he like 85, 85 83, 85? Oh, yeah. He didn't have bulging arm muscles. <laughs> well, well he, was
0: he was
1: probably doing push-ups. <laughs> 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 he
0: and Aaron had push-up
1: challenges. Yeah.
0: You guys, you guys remember that Jim Carrey movie? I forget what it was called, but he's like sitting in a diner and he's got a bowl of tomato soup and he like parts the tomato soup where he's basically supposed to be God. What? Yeah, Do you remember that yeah. one? I know. Yes, Bruce Almighty. Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, <laughs> where he's like parting the sea and it's like. Ooh.
3: So here we are. <laughs> yeah, parting the red sea.
2: And then. I just think it's great, like to the left and the right they're just walking through
3: and there's these these like dolphins and whales and fishes on the sides. But probably. you picture it like oh, you
2: yeah. picture it like an aquarium with the glass walls. Yeah. You know, oh, so like yeah. they're bumping into them, but they can't swim.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and get by and then like, oh, all of them get to
3: the other side. You just like
2: close it up.
3: Yes, on
0: all
1: Pharaoh's
3: sh- entire army. And, he, and God said that he wanted to specifically do this to be able to show Pharaoh all of his glory. So just in case Pharaoh wasn't getting it again, he wants to show him again. Yeah,
2: so there was not a person who, well, Egyptian person that was left alive.
1: So it makes me think about if the angel of God and this cloud pillar ended up when they part of the Red Sea, they went to the behind them, it was almost like now they're going to protect them from the back so that nobody can get them. Mm -hmm. Then it's like that's maybe when Moses and Aaron really had to step up to be leaders because they were actually the ones leading them at this point. Well, they had the to the back. That's yeah, what they I'm had the about. yeah. They had to, you know, step up a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about the song of Moses
2: and Miriam. I think the song is kind of different. Like, do you think they were shouting it? Do you think they were like just...
3: I love this song. I too. like
2: the verse two and three. The Lord is my strength and defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise Him. My Father's God, and I will exalt Him. The Lord is a warrior. The
1: Lord is His name. Do you I think like they one. sing it like opera, or do you I think know, they rap it? The Lord is my strength and my song.
2: salvation. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That I will not bust out my opera.
3: Like it's
2: oh my gosh, that's hilarious.
3: (laughs) I loved this
1: whole song though because the song of praise. Who sang it? It it says the Moses and the Israelites sing the song. How do they all
2: know like how they all know the song? Maybe
3: Moses chiseled the
1: lyrics on a rock cast it out. Cast it out Cast it around. Yeah, they got the worship band. It took like
3: seven years to
2: do that, but they were Wandering right for another. They 40, so. Yeah, they had 10. 33. They, oh, yeah, it great. just makes it seem like oh, they just walked across the Red Sea and, 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 and then of. they all
1: knew the song. So, <laughs> and Miriam decided to join in it. Yeah, she's
3: got a she had a tambourine. <laughs> yes, a yeah, she did. I don't she know. Did.
1: She packed that on the way.
3: <laughs> <Right>. like,
0: don't <laughs> let me forget my tambourine. <laughs> so it says Miriam is a prophet and Aaron's sister, which mm-hmm. would. Make her Moses' sister.
3: Yep. She was the one in the beginning that when Moses was a baby told oh. the princess. Oh, that's right. That she that. knew the lady yes. that could nurse Moses, which was her mom. So she's Need still, there, she's, she's still, still kicking along. She's yeah. got her
1: tambourine <laughs> she
3: and she's shaking. dancing. It. So she's going to be like 90. She's like She's this 90-year-old grandma rapping at the praise song with her tambourine. I feel like we're back in Honduras. I feel like right? I've seen
0: this before. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like we need to start carrying musical instruments with us. <laughs> tambourines? Or like a kazoo. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> I can bring the cowbell and
2: the reindeer bells. Mm, perfect. Yeah. i have
1: a recorder. <laughs>
3: Hot cross buns. Have one of those Don't downstairs, downstairs burn buns. Burn. <laughs> Well, speaking burn of hot burn burn. cross buns, they were complaining in the water. was not nice anything mood. to eat.
1: Let's talk about how they just witnessed the most miraculous miracle ever ever and then two seconds they're later grumbling. they're complaining like after their sweet them?
2: song they just wrapped out with their tambourines it's like 20 minutes later now they're hangry and
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they want some food yeah they're grumbling what do we drink what do we eat yeah Where's we could have trust, just people? been in
2: Egypt and... so then Moses
3: cries out to the Lord it says and the Lord showed him a piece of wood and he threw it into water and the water became okay to drink mm. well that's interesting wow.
2: And Magic wood. Mm-hmm. God's going to rain down some bread. Yeah, mm, so manna. some manna hot cross buns.
1: <laughs> My favorite part kind of of this whole section is he still wanted to take that seventh day as like the day of rest. So he's like, gather your manna mm-hmm. Monday through sa- Saturday. But, and then only, rest on Sunday. but
2: only enough for that day. Until, Otherwise it will spoil and get maggots right. in it.
1: And then once again, they don't trust no, him. No, they and like keep going out. Yes. And then, however, some of them paid no attention to what Moses said and kept part of it until the morning. So this little piece that they yeah. were like, well, I need it just in case God doesn't provide. Mm-hmm. And, and then they got was m- full of maggots. maggots. Well, in my mm.
3: thing, it says that God knew that their busy routine of daily living could distract them from worshiping him. So that's why they didn't work, and that is totally us today. Constantly Reminding to have forgetting to take to trust. a Sabbath and rest and praise yeah. God because we do get so busy. So of They're course,
1: too. yeah, there's the ones that decided that I'm still just gonna try, still just gonna try on Sunday to go gather, and then nothing, there's nothing there. <laughs> it's like how'd that work out for you?
2: <laughs> How's it working out for all of us? Right? It's still not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is your mana filled with maggots? And then <laughs> right?
1: they get the mana, but then yeah. it's so dry, they're thirsty. So now they're looking for some water.
2: Give us water to drink. They're freaking out at Moses. I would honestly, very much dislike being Moses at this point. Ooh, yeah. I would like to like see he's if my got, staff could take he's got out. like, <laughs> he's got like half of like New York City's one block. Just crying and bellowing, bellowing. <laughs> he basically
1: says to God, "They're so mad that they're thirsty that they're going to stone so, them." But there's so a bad. lot of people to keep track yeah, of. What
2: the heck?
3: That's annoying. But
1: I know I would that, be they over
2: they it. Like, rock. You,
3: like God, can I
2: just give this? Sweet little staff to somebody else. Like, I want to go take a break.
3: I wonder why God took so long to let these people in the promised land. They're annoying. Yeah. I know. But how <laughs> much are we annoying to God? All the time. I know. Every day. I know. Like, he does these miracles and we're like, we want more manna. We Ooh, want this. We, we want,
2: want the... something better.
3: Yeah. My question is, are any of
2: us living in the promised land? That's a, that's mm. a
0: good one. You're bringing the deepness yeah, today. Are we still wandering
2: around or are we living in the promised land oh, i'm always
3: wondering i feel like in honduras i'm in the promised land yep that's weird like you go but i feel like that's my promised land when i feel completely myself and what god created me to be and then i get back here and i'm like but busy, do you busy, think busy, that's busy, because you're the manna.
1: <laughs> so you're out of your normal like day-to-day activities of like working and all that mm-hmm. you know But if you live there all the time and you had to, like, recreate this routine of, like, get up and go get Mm -hmm. your water and get up and go walk seven blocks to work and then work all day. I mean, when you're – yeah, when you're in Honduras, there really is – your schedule is kind of wiped out at that point. But if you live there every single day, it's probably something they still struggle with, too, because they're looking for a time when they can just be. Yeah, they're looking for their promise. I think it's
3: because – I'm fully serving God when I'm there. I'm 100% in it. So maybe our promised land only can
1: exist when we are 100% serving God with what we're doing. Mm. It's probably Mm. hard when you're serving your household to provide and you're serving your kids to be their mom. You know, it's just right. like, mm-hmm. you want to serve God 100% of the time. Yeah. but So how could you serve him, I guess, in right. the
3: daily, well, in the daily right. routines of life? Like, yeah. I don't
2: know. Sometimes you're in the promised land, and then like four minutes later, you're wandering <laughs> the desert again. Like, did I just, what happened? But well, is
3: that bipolar?
2: No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> <'Cause> it's just <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs>
3: welcome to life in 2020 mm-hmm. like this is how so it is but obviously it was going on back then too i mean they yeah. it's been a theme throughout humankind that nobody's ever been satisfied with what god has given them in the moment
1: well he does spare moses and they uh strike the rock get some water and mm-hmm. that's that but then the immaculate amalekites amalekites, amalekites, amalekites <laughs> come and the they're scared but i mean i would be scared too What's cool is, this is my favorite part, it took a team to defeat him because the only time they were winning is when Moses' hands were up and his hands were getting so tired he couldn't hold them up on his own anymore. So the bulging each, arm muscles. bulging arm muscles were now fading. And so Aaron held one and her hold the, held the other one up and they basically held his hands up for him so that they wouldn't lose. I think that's so cool. You're like, okay, guys, let's team up. You got one hand, you got the other. Who wants to hold my arms up?
0: Yeah. We <laughs> should <laughs> do an experiment. Well, yeah, and we'll, it's we'll this see here, if, like,
2: manomen parts. <laughs> it says here, because hands,
3: because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord, the Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. That's a cliffhanger to leave us this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's a good way to close her out. But...
3: <laughs> There's
2: not time... What? I'm not done. Because we missed the part where Moses built an altar. Oh, no, we didn't miss the part where Moses built an altar. No, they first had altar. to defeat
1: he, them, and then they And built then them. they
2: built the altar. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, now we can close out. <laughs> 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 Moses <laughs> built an
1: altar and called it, The Lord is My Banner.
3: Why did he call it, The Lord is My Banner?
1: For hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord.
3: Maybe when his hands were lifted, there
1: was, like, this banner between them that was <laughs> invisible. Winning. That's what the banner
2: said. Hashtag (laughs) winning.
1: His banner said Hashtag winning. For sure. Well, join. No.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's all the time we have this week. Join us next week when we look at Exodus chapters 18 through 24. And we're calling it Idols, Slaps, and Seduction. This is Pink Box Purpose signing off. Just remember,
2: the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Pursue your purpose.